We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to, to be, be better. No, no, that no, didn't work. <laughs> okay, yeah. we, we want, want to be, be better. better. I have put in my order, Bianca. Yes. For my hospital blanket. Have you ordered it yet? Okay, I haven't ordered the hospital blanket. Uh, for listeners, <laughs> Annie and I, I think we were a bit hungover and we we were doing, well, we were about to do a live show. Not our live show. We wouldn't do our listeners like that. We'll do someone else's listeners like that. <laughs> but yeah, and um, we were a bit hungover and I was like, all I want to do is get into bed with one of those hospital blankets. Yes. And I don't know what else to call them. You know the one with the little holes with in With the them? holes and like it's got like a satin yes. edge at the oh. top. <laughs> That's and it usually has embroidered in, it's white and yeah. it's usually embroidered in blue with yeah. the hospital name. And they've but got we'll pick words. that out. Yeah, we can take that out. And I really want a hospital blanket because mm. they keep you, they're like weighted. Yes. So it's like a weighted blanket, but keeps you warm in winter, cool in summer. And that's like all you need is a yes. hospital blanket. I, it's like they are a step above plain blankets. Yeah, I don't. I, like oh, plain blankets are plain. so inferior compared yeah. to a hospital no, blanket. They are. Hospital blankets just want to care for you and love you, and like we've realised that you actually uh, can buy them. Uh, yeah, you can buy them. They're a bit expensive, but I can't find king size ones anywhere. Yeah, and we need it, and I need it. I'll. I don't care what the cost is. I will buy that hospital blanket. I need it. Although I've just realised. We might sound like we have seasonal affect disorder, babe, because like, we were talking about winter periods a few weeks ago. Now we're talking about wrapping ourselves up in a hospital blanket. Do you know what it is, though, is that we torture ourselves and our bodies so much that we just fantasise about all of the things that make oh, us comfy. Yeah, like comfy. You know, yeah. Mm. So we, we get... I don't know. Honestly, comfort to me is like porn. Just like thinking of like a, a comfy pillowy bed and like you're in the warm sheets and like nothing. Oh, just the, mm, like bed linen is <laughs> bed linen is my weakness. Yeah. I, I just love it. I need mm. I need the oh, underlay. Yeah. Oh, you've got to get oh, an underlay. Got an underlay. Underlay, underlay. You've got to get an underlay. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to have like, you've got to try out your pillows. Yeah, 100%. Gotta, oh, yeah. Um, okay, we love. Okay, we need to stop talking about We need about to stop this. talking about this because I want to go home and not have to record. I want to get into bed. Okay, so today, Annie, what is the episode about? I need you to explain it to me and the listeners because I still don't really understand. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the episode is Common Enemy Intimacy. Okay. I did bloody explain this to you. Yeah. Surely you didn't do your challenge all week and not know what we were doing. I, You did the challenge. You told me what to do for the challenge, but I still didn't really understand what. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my husband, who, you know, as you know, is incredibly bored at the moment and he's been gold oh, prospecting. God, I can't like, even deal. The amount of things. like he's, he, he needs a job, so, okay? We have to get Liam a job. <laughs> he's so excited for her. He books in to see his friends, like in a little calendar. He gets so excited. Anyway, sorry, this is not about bagging him out. Mm. Um, this is about Liam has been reading Brene Brown's book. Okay. Um, she's got like so many of them, but Brene Brown is a famous vulnerability researcher. She's sort of social science, if you can imagine. Okay. And a lot of her stuff is about positivity and how to like create, you know, make things easier with friendships and whatever. Yeah. But I came across this because Liam was obviously reading the book and we were having a chat and common enemy intimacy is when the closeness 
of your friendship is built on talking bad about other people. And it just fucking hit me like right. a ton of bricks. I'll give you a quote. Right. Okay. So this is what Brene calls so it. So it's like your friendship is hating people. You're, yes. Okay. So you, or, or like you, when you get together, that's the primary primary thing right. that you do together. Is yeah? Have a little bitch sesh. Have a little bitch sesh. Okay. And I think we can all think of someone in our lives that that usually happens with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we're all we probably do it in all of our friendships. But um, this is the quote: mm-hmm. "Common enemy intimacy is counterfeit connection and the opposite of true belonging. If the bond we share with others is simply that we hate the same people." The intimacy we experience is often intense, immediately gratifying, and an easy way to discharge outrage and pain. It is not, however, fuel for real connection. Okay. So that's like the premise of it. Essentially, it's saying you will feel like you have a really good friendship with someone because you will... You bond straight away. Bond straight it's gratifying. away. It's gratifying. You feel good. Yeah, and you get all your stuff out, and you feel like you're close to each other because I'm sharing. You're sharing things you together, and, and you, yeah, and it feels quite intimate. Yeah, but actually, it's not. And it, it, what she's saying is that it, it's a counterfeit friendship. Yeah, it's fake. It's not. So, There's no substance to the friendship. Yes, yes. Okay. yes but even though, like, um, I would say that. Um, we all probably have a friendship that has been that, only that. Mm-hmm. We probably in our friendships all have moments where we interact in behaviours or whatever that aren't yeah. healthy for our friendships. Yes. So, so. Our challenge this our week. Our challenge this week yeah. was we weren't allowed to say a bad word about anyone. 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 Not, Not a single, one single thing. I got tripped up on this because... I had ordered a coffee and I was the only one that had ordered a coffee. The shop was empty and all the barista had to do was like make the coffee, give me the coffee and then they can do whatever they want. I don't care. But they Mm. just were sitting scrolling on Instagram for ages while I was waiting and I thought surely, you know, you'd make the coffee first before you do that. Like I don't don't usually care but, I mean, like it's just weird. Yeah. You you know, you've got so much time once I leave. And I came over to you just after this had happened and I was like, oh, you'll never guess. And I was like, oh, I can't talk about it. Yeah. And you were like, no, I think you're allowed to say "Well, that I, was a bad experience. You're not bitching about this person. And I was like, no, I feel like that's a bad thing. Well, and it did. It got a bit vague, didn't it? Because we yeah. were like, okay, where do we draw a line? Where is it like just shit talking? And where is it like... Hi, this very factual thing just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and you can draw from it whatever you want. Yeah. And that kind of happened. Um, you, I had to. You had a, a little thing and you're like, I'm just going to tell you a story. I'm not talking badly about anyone. I'm just going to tell you a little story. And then you know me well enough. You, you can just, infer you, how I feel. Exactly. I was like, I'm not going to say a bad word. I'm just going to state a couple of facts. You can just yes. uh, imagine how you think I'm feeling. And then when this challenge is over, we can discuss it. But until then... Just yes. want to let you know. Well, that was one thing just before we did do the challenge because we are very naughty. Like, I don't know why we thought that this was going to be a really hard challenge. Yeah. But because actually it turned out that we actually aren't very bitchy people, which I suppose proves a theory that our that friendship. our friendship is built on so much more than that. God, we hardly ever talk about that stuff. Yeah. However, before we did it, we didn't really know. And so we yeah. sat down and we both went, all right. <laughs> Count the clocks counting. Yeah. Get everything that you want to say yeah. about people out of the way. Anything negative, Go. get it off your chest right now. I think you did like, you went, 
and like hammed four four things in like ten minutes, and I was like, "Wow, you're really going for this." And I just was in a really good mood that day, and I was like, oh, "I need to get it out, but I don't have anything." There was nothing there, nothing there. Yeah. And then, I oh, don't worry, I found it over the week. <laughs> <laughs> we all can't help like feeling certain ways, but yeah. I suppose uh, I thought we could talk about what we felt when we went through it, but also run through some of the reasons why it's mm-hmm. bad to bitch, but also why it's good. Oh, why it's good yeah. to bitch. Good yeah. bitch, bad bitch. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't even, do you know what? The word bitch in itself is really gendered, isn't it? It feels like. Yeah, it is. Because women often mm. are perceived as being very bitchy or whatever. Catty. Catty. But I suppose one of the good things is that like about talking and about um, why maybe it is perceived that women do it a lot more is just because we do speak more words in our day than yeah. men. We talk we a lot We just talk more. a lot more. We do. We talk a lot more. And sometimes the words that come out are bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is, babe. Well, I think that we, sometimes we need to vent or be negative to see if we're being reasonable. Do you see, feel that? See, that is what I learned in this experiment is that I am not a bitchy person because you know when people bitch like – I don't, I don't know, like, I don't th- I don't think people still do this, like, in your 20s, but, you know, when you're in high school and you'd be like, oh, th- so-and-so was talking shit about you and, you know, yeah. you get together and, like, actually just be mean and nasty or like, oh, did you see To me, him? I feel like the Big Brother house is the epitome of seeing right. how toxic talking yes. about people can be because you see that it all always ends up in a confrontation. Yeah. And an elimination. Yeah. Like, there's nothing really that good that can come of it. But sometimes we need a vent. Like, for example, you know, um, a common one probably is, oh, my mother, mother-in-law mother did such and such or my father-in-law did such and such yeah. and, and it really upset me. Am, am I being like, you're just saying it so you're going, am I being yeah. too sensitive yeah. or am I, am, am I being unreasonable or am, have I just got this thing because they're not my family or, you know, and so you need to – it's not even – it's not that you're just doing it for bitching's sake. You're doing it so you're yeah. checking in and you're saying, am I being sane? Yeah. Am I being reasonable here? 100%. And that's the thing that I did learn because, like, some things did happen mm. over the weekend and I was like, I just want to discuss them with you to know, like, I'm not the crazy one, right? Yeah, like, this right. is a, a situation that is not normal. Yeah. And then you're like, no, it is. So it's not that I'm, like, bitching about people. It's checking in with someone whose values are aligned with me. Yeah. And I'm just trying to sort of soundboard my own opinions yeah. and stuff. It's not really, like, getting together and being like, oh. And and friendship, you can't just have all of the good. You've got to, like, talk about, you know, negative things that are mm. happening in your life so that you're able to be supported. But... I suppose common enemy intimacy is when you get together and you like, like target probably the same people every time that you talk. Um, but I suppose the other thing is, you know, when you're in a group and you discuss something. So I've been just so hyper aware of it this week and just yes. not participating, but observing observing friendships. And by the way, the- how hard is it not participating? Uh, well, yeah, that it is. It's really, it's hard. To not participate because, like, I don't didn't feel like I could say anything either way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just, because it would be be so obvious that it was like part of our challenge. So I just, I also just think mm. I sat back just to observe for this podcast. But yeah. I noticed that one of the main things is that the group might say something bad about someone, and then 
I, I found in adult life, it's never about anyone close to them. It's yeah. never about it's. It's usually someone in the maybe the town that's way over there that they've in observed. The town. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you know, I live in a village. Whatever. Yeah. That's over there. That you know, it's never. It's never anyone in a friend right. in, within the friendship yeah, group. Yeah. I've noticed. Like I don't. I think that maybe that was something when you were a bit younger and you're a teenager. Maybe you'd talk yeah. shit behind your friends. But I just don't feel like any of my friends really do that. But yeah. the one thing is, is that they do it. To establish, like, a collective view. So, like, um, I wrote down on our little notes, gossip brings togetherness to people who play by the rules and exposes the behaviour that goes against the valued norm of the group. Right. So it's like establishing this group, here is our boundaries, and this is how, like, we behave and stuff. Not that everyone has to conform, but that's kind of what you do, isn't it? Right, yeah. You know, um, like, I can't imagine sitting in say, a group of our friends and, um, I don't know, watching Australia Day, not that it's Australia Day, but, you know, Australia Day celebration. Oh, yeah. And closing our mouth. Yeah. But we, 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 like, watching people do that, we would be like, what the fuck, what is going on? And we'd have to talk shit about it. We would. We we would talk shit about it. And that's just purely because in our group we have – a Same. value, and yeah. we, we want to establish that value, right? Yeah, does yeah, that, that does sense? make sense. Like a hundred percent. Like I think, um, yeah, you're just talking about. Well, we don't do that in our group, sort yeah. of thing, and it's just discussing your own values. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I think like the whole bitching thing, in the sense, like I, I do have friends, and I generally like not in my real life, but this used to be when I worked in an environment with a lot of girls. That there was like one girl I worked with who loved a good bitch. She loved mm. a good bitch. Every time I spoke to her, it was just her bitching about other people at work. And it would yeah, right. affect yep. my perception of where I worked. And I started to really hate it. Yep. Even though I didn't. Just because this person's constantly in my ear telling me how fucking shit it is, how awful all the people are. And I was like, I can't have this friendship anymore. It's actually toxic to me. Yeah. yeah. I, like, you know, I, so I stopped, you know, kind of engaging with her when every time she'd want to talk about bad stuff and just sort of like ignore it. Um, and then I realised we have nothing to actually talk, talk about. Talk about, yeah. And like, and that is the thing. And so That's like, I, yeah, I'm like, so, but the thing is I never want to be a part of it anyway. Yeah. Sort of just like lobbed onto me and like, you know, says one bad thing and then another mm. bad thing and it just like rolls into this thing of hate and I'm like I don't want to be a part of this you're making me hate my job and I don't hate it yeah and so I try to avoid people that are just constantly negative because it starts to bum me out and it changes my perception of the way that I experience life so I don't want to have someone that's constant like if I'm going to catch up with them and all they want to do is bitch and moan I'm like oh you've kind of bummed me out now yeah and I have like a really similar story of which I'm very mindful that it does we're starting to go into that territory where now we might be bi- unintentionally bitching about these people that right. were bitchy. Oh, God. And okay. it's like <laughs> such a freaking Bermuda Triangle. of right. Yeah. But I had a really si- similar experience where um, I – so it was social media space, right? I don't. I just kept in my own lane, didn't really know anyone on social media. Yeah. And then I started like earning a little bit of money. Um, and it's not like a proper workplace, is it, at all? You just – do yeah, your thing. You, you don't just go buy into a yourself. social media no, store. You don't have a PR department. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. You do things. Yeah. And I was so happy to be my, by myself. But then someone reached out to me 
And um, and I, I, it was really lovely and I felt, oh, wow. Like another social media yeah, person. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then um, when we would hang out, they would know everyone because obviously they've had connections with everyone. Right. Also, oh, you were like inducted into the social media crew. Well, it, it wasn't necessarily that. I was so just really social, grateful like, to have people, a friend. Social media people ha- hang out with other social media people. I don't honestly know okay. younger because I don't really now, but um, I just felt like, oh, this is really good. I'll be able to talk to someone that about similar experiences. Yeah, 100%. And then I found like this person was talking shit about everyone, like everyone, friends included, everyone. Oh. And like, and God, I know that people even from these podcasts are going to be like, who, who? It's not even the fucking point. It, but <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know, I realise <laughs> as I'm saying it, but it's not the, the point. speculation. I know. Like, it's, it? it's not even a big deal. But what happened was I did feel like I was close to that person for a while because mm. I was like, they're entrusting me. Because you feel like when someone gives this information to you, you're like, they really trust me. Yeah. They think that I am worth them telling yes but the truth was why the hell did I think that I was any different than the people that she was talking about 100% because she she was bitching about you when she was with them Mm. and that's essentially what ended up happening was I noticed that a whole heap of people just stopped talking to me and I don't know I didn't even know why but then I realized oh that's right that information that she was telling me was not was not private for me that she was telling me a secret it's not a secret that's like a behavior that was habitual that that happens all the time and when you're on the receiving end you're like fuck like Mm. god that that feels really unfair well hold on why did i think that it was acceptable to sit back and listen to it when it wasn't about me yeah so it's a big like wake up call for me in that but i now i just like staying in my own lane With the bitching thing, oh, I don't know. You just, you do, do you call it out? Would you say it's fair to call it out? So this yeah, week I with do. the challenge, because we were in the space of saying, we obviously we aren't allowed to say a bad thing about anyone, but it was difficult if someone else was because yes. I wanted to make it clear, uh, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad, obviously. But then I also didn't want to be like, well, this is bitching and I can't be a part of it. Because then I don't want them to feel like I think they're a bitch, even though they're being. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I had a really bad interaction this week with one person who I am extremely close to, extremely close to. Um, And wow, did they fucking go to town on the text messaging. (laughs) But when you're text messaging, you can't, what do you do do back? Because everything is just a fat, flat face emoji. Yes. Because when you're in person, you're able to go silent. Yeah. Text messaging, you can't, you're like, oh, hello, are yeah. you there? And then you're like, oh. You can sort of like read the body language if you're not interested in the conversation. Yeah. You, you, you know. just can detour. But text's hard. Well, I just kept trying to, every time they were sort of talking about a person, that person, I was like, yeah, well, oh, I, I do remember who it was, but um, this person was like, bitching and then I was like trying to fi- point out the good things about oh, that person. Oh, trying to so find the good like, things. They're really confident. I do admire that. Oh, my God, you guys are bitching about me. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll say, okay, so like, obviously we are very close yep. and I do have a bitch about 
I do bitch to you and I do bit like the the person I bitch the most about is obviously my husband. And I mm. and it's and I think there's two reasons for this. Okay, like yes, everyone's happy when you're happy. Yeah. But no one wants to sit for an hour hearing about how fucking great your relationship is. We don't want to hear it. So when something bad happens with your husband, you're like your friends are like, Oh yeah, like let us know what's the tea, what's the hot tea? What's that pipe and hot tea? Yeah. Um and so this week I couldn't say anything bad, right? And I now I'm going to fucking vent on this oh podcast because I didn't get a chance. But so I had been sick for like six weeks with a cold, okay? Oh, like I couldn't shake this cold. And I got sick again because Palmer gave me a cold. I like was just on the way of getting better and then, bam, sick again because he gives me a cold. He's been sick for a day. Now, this is my first time experience man flu. Like I've never experienced someone having man flu before until this fucking day. Like mm. challenge. This challenge had to happen. Yeah. And Palmer's like complaining because I asked him to come into Coles with me to help me get groceries so I could make a vegan chicken noodle soup, right, to mm-hmm. help heal us, him specifically. I'm running around getting him meds and stuff. I was like, can you just come into Coles with me? And he yells, I'm sick. Don't you get it? <laughs> and I was oh, excuse me? I'm like, I've been sick for six weeks. Get back to me then. He's like, it hurts to blow my nose. I'm like, I've bought the good tissues, mate. I was sick for six weeks <laughs> with the shit ones. I was like, don't even get me started. But I couldn't say anything. Oh, I just yeah. had to stare at him, being like, "You man flu motherfucker!" Like, yeah. and just be like, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't say a fucking word. Yeah, and it was so hard. And then I was like, "Oh, I just want to bitch to you like, about it." And I'm like, "I can't." And I think that we all have that like one. Well, I'd hope I say we all. That's probably actually bullshit because I know there's like lots of lonely people or lots of people that just don't have this, and we are so fucking lucky. But you do. I do tend to have just like probably like three good friends that I confide in that information and then the rest of my friends I don't really do it you know because I don't want to be talking shit about Liam all the time but I found (laughs) I found and and you do need to get that off your chest and I think that's really valid but I found um the one of the other reasons that we even did this podcast was I went out with a a friend who is actually going through a really tough time right um like Relationship-wise. 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 And and as sort of empathetic humans, we try to lessen their pain by saying that their experience is the same. So when they're bitching about their husband, you start bitching about it. And it's not that you're trying to be a one-upper because one-uppers are the fucking worst. We all know that. But it's, you know, when they're like, oh, my husband, he doesn't ever, he's never cooked me dinner or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then you start participating like, my husband only does, cooks once a week or whatever. And you start getting into this hole. I went out, Liam, Liam was at home looking after the kids, made me a beautiful dinner, an absolute angel. He yeah. is an angel. Like, mm. he's such a good person. I said, oh, can I go out for a drink? He's let me. He's organised <laughs> all of the shit. And then I've gone out and, and- participated <laughs> in bitching about him. Yeah. But I, and I had nothing, nothing bad. wrong. Yeah, nothing was nothing. wrong. He yeah. did absolutely mm. nothing wrong. Yeah. But to try and alleviate my friend's yeah. pain, I then... I went and pulled my husband down to, which is well. So I think the thing is then is not to, because the thing is obviously you can't then sit back and be like, well, actually Liam makes me dinner every Every night night of the week, so you can't. You just, I guess, say nothing. No, no, you don't. You You just empathize with shit. Yeah, empathize with their situation, but don't. Why drag your own experiences? That's what I've learned. I think it's just like maturity that you realize that you don't have to do that. You just turn to your friend. You go. I'm so sorry that you're going Mm. through that, and that sounds really bad. Yeah, and also if. 
they are going through something and it is really bad and you're just constantly giving stories of your own, like they don't have, yeah. they're not going to be able to gauge how bad it really is because for her, some of the behaviour, it was really bad. Mm. But every time that I said, oh, I have a similar experience, say, which I so didn't, I was like, really reaching. Your crutch like grabbing straws I here. was reaching. Well, hold on. That's not giving weight to what she's going through either. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think as well with um, like listening to someone that's going you through have a bad to listen. listen and don't as soon as they finish a story or tell you an experience, oh. then be like, oh, well, actually that happened to me because they're going to think you've just been waiting the whole time, time yeah. to, say your, to say what you yes. wanted to say. So I think in those situations, just listen, commiserate, be a soundboard for them and be like, oh, so... Not, you know, in the classic psychologist, how does that make you feel sort of yeah. thing, but just be like, oh, and why do you think that happened? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just give like things and let them kind of just go off on a tangent, let them get it all out of them. Because yeah. you do have to get it out sometimes. Yeah. You've got to vent. Because, you know, it, it can build up. Yeah. But I think as well, hate can build up. Like, if you're a person that is just constantly spewing forth hate out of your mouth, like bad things and... This is the thing I realised about social media is that it is a great place, but it's a fucking, like this week Mm. specifically realised how bad it can be. Because you see the bitchy stuff, but when you're going out of your way to not say anything bitchy and it really becomes evident to you how nasty. it's so prevalent, isn't it? And I saw this like stunning girl, she's one of the most beautiful like models in the world in this photo and the comments were just like making fun of the way that she walked, right? Mm. And I thought, what the fuck? Why can't you just say, like, oh, wow, she's really beautiful Yeah, and move on with I your think, life? I Why think... do you have to say something negative? Because constantly yeah. saying negative things affects you as a person. Yes. I have on really like a felt deep that level. this week. Yeah. I think being hyper-conscious of it and hyper-aware of it, I felt like, yeah, it was really time-consuming yeah. and the realisation of how much of a waste of your life it is was yeah. just like overwhelming for because me. Because hate is like a like, monster. Look, if you keep feeding it, it gets bigger. Yeah. Starve it, disappears. Yeah. The monster's gone. Absolutely. And we all find, you know, like with hate following or, you know, hate forums online, they live everywhere. And I hear all this stuff all the time. I was listening to a podcast only the other week about hate following and they were saying, you know, we all do it. We all do it. It's all right. Don't beat yourself up. Okay. Maybe we all do do it to some extent. But this week I decided, no, I'm not. I'm actually not. There is, for you know, certain people that you don't want to unfollow on social media. That, I mean, sorry, unfriend or not follow anymore. Yeah. There is a button on both Instagram and Facebook oh. and, and Twitter. You can mute them. You can stop letting their stories pop up on your feed. You just go there and close it down. And then mm. all of a sudden you don't feel anything negative because we find it easier to highlight other people's problems because it distracts us from our own. Yeah. And, like, it's so easy to pick out other people's flaws and everything rather than, like, reflect on ourselves. Mm. It is just time wasting. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I think as well, like, there's a difference between calling out bad behaviours or or something, you know, if if you saw something on social media that was just like completely fucked up, like, oh, I don't know. What a- there's criticism and then there's, there's, yeah. there's valid criticism. And look, like I was saying, you can't live a life not 
not addressing things that are unjust or that 100%. are unreasonable mm-hmm. or and you need to vent about certain things. But it's like where you like you deliberately overstep that line to yeah. gain power or closeness, mm-hmm. fake closeness to someone. Yeah, it's not right. Like, honestly, I was, like, thinking about this the other day. I'm, like, I feel like, you know when you have a friendship and you're just constantly overstepping that line, bitching about people? I feel like it's like the cheat, like having the cheat code on The Sims. Remember when you used to have The oh Sims? Oh, my God, yeah, Rosebud. And you had Rosebud, right? Rosebud, Rosebud, yeah. Rosebud. <laughs> And what happened was you, you it, instead of, like, building a friendship, getting to know each other, getting, like, some proper values, the good old way, like, Building the foundation of your house on Building a, trust yeah. and all of that stuff, you're putting in the cheat code because you immediately feel you feel close to someone immediately. It's yeah. self, it's immediately gratif- gratis- ugh, gratifying. Gratifying. It's immediately gratifying when someone says something like that. You immediately feel close to them because you're like, you trust me. You trust yeah. me with this information. It's like having the cheat code. But ultimately, you know that you didn't work hard on it. No. Nah. You didn't get there. And, and it's just, it's. Do you know what I used no, to do? There's no labor of love. I'd in that. build this massive pool. Because I had the money, everyone. and then just take out the stairs and drown them because yeah. I didn't work hard you to get a them. Fucking psychopath. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, like I didn't work very hard to get this sim there. Like it took like a day. They're yeah. living in a mansion. They've got all these puppies, and then I just like yeah, same. And then be like, I, I love it. Just like locking them in a room with no doors, and then they'd be like begging me, like I'm hungry, fire. I'm hungry, and yeah. I'm like, sorry, babe. They no, wet themselves, fire. and like, <laughs> and then the Grim Reaper would come in, and I'm like, I'm a fucking sadist, like. <laughs> There goes my little sim. I've never played the game. No, it's because I got to the point, and this is the thing, you get to the point where you've cheated so much yeah. that you become a psychopath a that you want a graveyard. Off. Yeah. I just wanted, I was like, I've got to have a graveyard in my town. No, you don't, Annie. <laughs> just play with the fucking puppies. So don't fucking do it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think anyone that has a friendship where you do have someone that is the, where you're saying that it's like this fake friendship assess that and avoid that. Yeah. And and try and, you know, the next time that you're with someone that you're like, oh, they do make me feel bad because they're constantly bitching and, like, I don't really know them other than bitching, try and talk about something else yeah. and see how uh, close you really I, are. I have noticed from our challenge mm. that, and I would highly recommend this challenge. Honestly, highly, you don't even have to tell anyone you're doing it. This yeah. is, and it's the easiest challenge yeah. that we've ever done, even though it felt like it was going to be hard. It wasn't at mm. all. It, it was, was really easy and it was it was really interesting. And the main thing and for me, I think, found, though, even if you think I don't say bad things, because mm. I was like, I'm not a bitchy person. Yeah. It kind of just... You really check you, it yourself. It just catches you, yeah, and but you really do check yourself. One of the things I found this week was I felt better about myself because when I stopped saying, not shit that I, not that I, like again, not that we even talk that much shit about anyone, but when you stop immediately talking mm. shit about anyone, yeah. you all of a sudden, when you're doing it to yourself, you feel it's mean. And I'm I'm really bad at self criticism, oh. and I'm really bad at picking myself apart, and when. I all of a sudden would go, oh, no, I would not say that about anyone else. I all of a sudden was reflecting, oh, why would I say it about me? So it was really good. I honestly felt so much better about so myself. So you kind of like learned a bit of self-love yeah, in the a way because you were like, well, yeah. I'm not going to say bad things about anyone, including myself. That's yeah, you interesting. You just become hyper aware of how prevalent it is and when you stop it, um, everything just 
is so obvious. Like, yeah. it is like this veil comes up and you're it like, is, wow, it? it's everywhere. Yeah, it's really it's weird. It's everywhere. And so when you hear any of it, yeah. because you're not participating it stores, in it. It stands out like a, like a sore thumb. You're yeah. just like, wow, what is that? Yeah, no, 100%. I, I will say this challenge was a really good one in the sense that, because I thought, well, I don't have fake friendships. Um, and I realised that I don't. I do have, like, obviously, like, I didn't really have to deal with anyone bitching and me not wanting to participate or anything. It wasn't really a lot going on. But I was just like, it's really nice to know I don't have that shit in my life, mm-hmm. you know? And like, and I think that this challenge is something that I'll keep going and just yeah. sort of, you know, I'm not saying I'm never going to say a bad word about anyone. I did well, just bitch about my husband on yeah. this podcast. But I think it's just more about being aware of being mean yeah. in any regard, yeah. really does give yeah. you a different outlook on life. It's knowing mm. when gossiping is helpful versus damaging. Yeah. And, you know, we have this thing where when someone dies, that we're all of a sudden not allowed to say a bad word. You know, no, we're, we're not allowed to say a bad hey. word about anyone. Why is it that we're allowed to say absolute fucking shit mm. about people that are alive? are alive and it can actually impact their yes. life? That so, are like that live with you sometimes, and they or, have to live with the consequences of what you've said about them. Yeah, which is like it's just not fucking nice. So I suppose what I found is that ultimately it's about just talking shit mindfully, isn't it? Talking shit mindfully. Yeah, it's just no. like talk shit. That's fine. Do it mm. mindfully. Just think about and not all the time. Yeah, have something else to, to fucking say. talk about. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, and don't say it like. Don't if you're on social media and stuff, and you're saying about don't say it to the person as well. No, do you know what, like don't say it where they can see it. Imagine Just live your own my life gosh, we're out like of this bloody John Lennon here. But imagine a world. Where everyone was just honestly, genuinely just wanted the best for everyone else. That would be so weird. I mean, I know it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But after this week, I am far more optimistic that. You know, if we just have positive vibes, Brene Brown's got to yeah. me, my husband. Okay, I need to kick my husband out of my house. I've gone all hippie. Oh, <laughs> he's turned you hippie. Like, that was such a challenge. 